that's why when everybody's naming our fans now, I'm like, oh, what happened? everybody welcome back to another episode of boys love mariah i am your host frankie and it is me i am huey the elusive black butterfly i'm gonna get that tattooed on i say that every goddamn week let <laughs> <laughs> me get that tattooed. where would you get that tattooed um i would get it tattooed on the inside of my uh bicep Oh, okay. Like where Lady Gaga has that tattoo at, I would get it right yeah, there yeah. going right across okay, with the little okay. butterfly <laughs> over the eye. And I'm going to get something. I'm going to get one on my elbow that says, them chickens is ash and I'm lotion. Oh, that might get like misconstrued for like a gang tattoo. Isn't that where they get them like spider webs at and stuff? I mean, it sounds like you mess around with a lot more gang members. Than I, I do. <laughs> have not done that. Um, they I are nice you? to look at, but other than that, uh, no, I can't. Um, a hood booger or two, maybe, but but you know, gang affiliated people, no, because I, <laughs> I Huey is not the nigga that's going to be, you know. Bailing you out of jail or flushing your stash. I know. <laughs> no. You sure? You seem like a ride or die. You seem like somebody that'll just be there. I am ride or die when it comes to spiritual warfare. But when you are engaged in illegal <laughs> activities, I am not going oh, down man. with you. Okay. I am not going to jail or prison because of you. They don't have good hygiene products. And the food does not match the things that I wish to put inside of my body. There is no activated charcoal. There is no bentonite clay. Do they even have apple cider vinegar with the mother? I don't know, but I need that for my life force. I prefer water with electrolytes and, you know, with a pH of like 10. Um, my vegan multivitamins. Do they have pure ferment in prison or jail? Oh, okay, girl. <laughs> Because that helps keep my, 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 you know, everything right. I have too many needs to go to prison. <laughs> I will literally die from shock. Oh, my body yeah. will just shut the fuck down. I'm like, nope. Shut it off. We're done. Yeah. I've had some stupid straight men say some just dumbass shit to me saying like, oh, I thought prison would be like a, like a vacation for you. And I'm like, you just should just die slowly. Um, Why do like I hate when the- people do that? Like, no, it would not. It, they're, they're literally thinking of just like the worst situation possible. And I'm like, so it's okay for me to just have, we're not going to go into the conversation of, you know, of dangerous sex because that will just, 
trigger certain things. And this is not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Miss Mariah Carey. And on this week's episode, we're discussing the blockbuster phenomenon that was. That's what we're calling it. still is. Yes. The phenomenon and the soundtrack of the movie Glitter. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We can use those words. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could, you could, you could take it however you want. The, the movie <laughs> was the movie. The movie was what it was, and the soundtrack is, is what it that, is. Yeah, that, that's a great. That's a great way to describe it. The movie was this what it is, was. Yeah, this is one of my favorite soundtracks. It's still one of my favorite Mariah albums. Um, I mean, it's not. It's not technically an album, at least in the words of Mariah. But she she went in into this shit like an album. So you know. So before we get into that, let's talk about what's been happening, what's been playing in our music box. Uh, I'm going first. You sure are. Fine. So there's a young lady by the name of Solange Piaget Knowles, <laughs> and she dropped an album that half of Twitter is trying to get their other half of Twitter to not like. Um. I love it. I'm here for all of it. Um, I too saw things I imagined. Um, <laughs> Several I had times. To, I had to say it. But no, um, <laughs> I've had that on repeat. I'm then just vibing my way through that. Um, so, what I, are your favorite moments from that album? Because I love the album. And even though it wasn't what I was going to talk about, we can just list our faves on that really quickly. Okay. Um, Number one, the bird in me loves my black, uh, my skin, my logo. That's the one that got Gucci on it, right? Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, number yeah. one, Gucci is there. And this hearing Solange imitate Gucci, like rap wise, and like even with like the congested ass sound, like <laughs> it was so dope. Like I was in the train when I, okay, I was falling asleep when I was listening to the album because it was late and I had a long day and it just like mm-hmm. drifted me off, like, the good kind of drift off, not the bad kind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when I heard Gucci, I like snapped the fuck out of it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Gucci. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so I love, I love, 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 love that song. Um, I feel like everybody loves Stay Flow. It's definitely one of the ones that a lot of people are talking about. Um, I like it as well. It's, I don't. I don't think anything on the album sounds bad, um, but it's de- but it's not one of my favorites. Mm, understandable. Um, and if I had to pick one more, hmm, it would be probably "Wait to the Show." Yeah, that one is so. Uh-huh, it's, uh-huh. it's it's very much it's it. still like solange but it's still it's she's one of those artists she's she's very similar to like a rihanna a mariah in the sense of she's gonna kind of mess around she's gonna give you different sounds but it will still sound like a solange sound yeah like it all so sounds, it that's sounds one of my different, favorite things it's about true her. to her right like her what was it the last ep she came out with it was called true i think right oh my god some things you know. never seem to fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> Triggered. 
I love, you know, the songs on that album don't sound anything that are on, you know, don't sound anything like, you know, the tracks that are on When I Get Home because they were just two different sounds, but you can still get the, you get this feeling that, you know, you get more of a sense of who Solange is as an artist. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite things about her. It was dope. And the visual was just dope. Like I haven't watched the visual yet. I'm going to sometime this weekend. Um, like, well, I miss my, I'm a, I'm, <laughs> uh, listen she should have just tweeted out make sure you got your edibles make sure you roll up before you hit play because this is an experience and you know i think that's probably why half of twitter is like eh, i'm not feeling it um because people listen to music for different reasons this wasn't anything like a seat at the table where you know the seat at the table was you know it was just constructed differently and it was you didn't you didn't really have to be into the lyrics of a seat at the table um it was more of just it's just a different production but with this one this this whole album is you know it's it's not lyric heavy Mm-mm. but it's definitely something that kind of gets your attention it's more of a vibe than anything yeah and it's a feel like you know, and she said with this one she had stuff that she wanted to feel it was more about feeling whereas a seat at the table was more so when she had something to say so right right um, but my three, at least at the moment, my three favorite moments on on this album. Um, one is Ben's. Mm. I love Ben's. Ben's just has it's just a dope beat. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna pronounce this one correctly. I think it's is it Jared or Gerard? I thought it was Gerard. Gerard, oh Gerard. See, I'm trying to because I think these are all named after what like streets in yeah. Houston. Yeah. Um. So Gerard, um, and then last but not least, uh, "Sound of Rain." Uh, I don't, I don't know who produced these songs. I didn't look into the, um, you know, into the credits yet. But it just, it just sounds so dope, and it's definitely one of those things where um, I feel like I may need a glass of wine or may need to roll a little something up to access the real magic of this production. Um, <laughs> But I love it. I love it. When I when I first heard it, I was like, obviously, I think people were expecting, you know, I think they were they were waiting for like the next cranes in the sky. And even though you weren't yeah. going to get that on this album, it was still something that was sonically pleasing. So, like, yeah, you know, yeah, shout yeah. out to, yes, yeah, shout out to Solange. Yes. But um, and I know it what was it. So obviously, Solange wasn't mine, but I'll make my real music box real quick. Make sure you guys check out Masego's Lady Lady album. It's literally one of my favorite things at the moment. It's on repeat. Um, I love every single song. And he's a great live performer as well. So just check him out. I'm pretty sure if you're into anything jazz related, then you'll love something from him. Um, so yeah, check him out. That's it? Yep, Lady Lady. <laughs> The whole album. That's it. <laughs> the whole thing. The full the thing. Monty. There's an interlude with Kalani and everything. <laughs> I love Kalani so much. My, baby. my baby's having a baby. Yes, she is. Okay. Uh, so what's the word for the week? The word of the week is delirium. And <laughs> delirium means, let's see. I always have struggle finding these uh, definitions. <laughs> Why is this happening to me right now? I had it <laughs> literally just a second ago. 
something just isn't right. So I'm just going to we'll just sing a song in the meantime. <laughs> oh, here we go. Got it. <laughs> wild, <laughs> wild excitement or ecstasy. Mm. Should I use it in a verse? You you can do whatever you want with it, my friend. Okay. Can you uh, come in with my background vocals when necessary? Got you. I'll try. Thank you. I appreciate it. <clears throat> <clears throat> One more. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I got myself a lover who knows what I like. When he invites me over, I come every time. And when my sugar daddy takes me for a ride, whatever way we go, it's delirium time. He's all mine, and his loving takes me high, like a taste of ecstasy. All I need is him to be my love, love a boy, confident. That's my shit. Oh my god, I love that song. I love everything about it. <laughs> um, oh god. If you guys don't know, if you guys don't know that lovely song, it's Lover Boy, um, preferably the remix, but um. Yeah, we're not going. Oh, we're going to do that, but a little bit later, we'll get into. That. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. So, are we going to dive into this movie glitter first, or are we going to dive into the, number one? Can I just let it be known, let it be plain, make it clear that I despise glitter, and I'm not talking about the movie, or the, I'm talking about the actual substance that is glitter. That's it's that, messy. Okay, what did glitter? What did glitter it do? It gets you? everywhere. And you can't get it off. Like this shit literally. Like I don't know how glitter gets off. Like I feel like it literally dies or something. Because <laughs> like my my prom date, she had glitter on her dress. There was glitter on my face for days after, and I showered you, so much, and it just would not come like off. A, you need like a special kind of oil to get rid of glitter. The um, fuck? It's it's so funny because um, I don't want to give too much away because i don't know who's listening but the project that i'm working on uh is heavily influenced by glitter the substance not so much the the album or the soundtrack can Um, we just use confetti instead shit well i'm using big glitter because if i use that real real you know that fine very very tiny glitter that's gonna be a mess and don't let it get in your ass shit you did no <laughs> no, so I knew because um this this photography project that I'm working on, obviously I'm gonna try to use different models and stuff. So I knew that if I used bigger glitter it'd be a lot easier to get off. Um, although it's still covered in my apartment everywhere. But you know, it's it is what it is. Glitter doesn't do any harm to nobody. It's just it's just shiny and and you know, it makes things pretty sometimes. And the thing that I hate after glitter is sequence. Anyway. <laughs> this is not um boys hate linens and accessories and whatever else you it's not call the them. linens and accessories it's the shit that goes on them i don't understand why <laughs> sequins are a thing it's like once in a blue moon it's like okay those sequins were used nicely for the rest it's like this shit is tacky it reminds me of you know, kindergarten arts and crafts, and it's why? Why do we need anyway? Album or movie first? 
<laughs> let's do the movie first. Let's go good. Let's go bad than good. Oh gosh. Okay. Well. Okay. Okay. You can do that. <laughs> um. So first things first. Um. This you know background you know just you know some facts for you guys for those of you who don't know the movie Glitter was was released September twenty first two thousand one. Um. And it was in movie in the theaters for a month, no less than a month actually, because it ran until uh, October eighteenth. Uh, the budget for the movie was twenty two million dollars. Uh, it doesn't show, um, and it made five point three million in the box office. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, th- there was a lot happening at that time. Uh, it was. Uh, what was it? The the soundtrack had been released September 11th, and you know the movie came out pretty much a week later. So I'll be pretty. It's just we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. I don't. Buy I mean, that it, I don't buy it. It's it, it's a little bit of an excuse. Um, I don't buy it. And this was you know this was Mariah's first real movie. You know she. I don't think I don't. I'm not sure if she was in anything prior to. Um, prior to Glitter, but um, you know, I also don't think people were ready to see Mariah Carey in a I guess you could say a, a bodyguard kind of movie. The bodyguard was trash too. Um, the film wise, music, great music, beautiful music, but horrible <laughs> film. Um, great um, <laughs> theatrical poster. <laughs> I mean, both, both of the movies were nominated for like, for Razzies. Yeah, both of them were nominated for worst picture at the Razzies, to be specific. Um, <laughs> I feel like Whitney was nominated for worst actress, as was Mariah Carey. Mariah won that. Um, <laughs> worst director, Your could never. Worst supporting actor with that, oh, that accent. Um, homeboy Max Beasley. Yes. <laughs> God, oh, he was terrible. <laughs> um, worst picture, worst screen couple. Mariah's Cleavage was nominated for worst screen couple. That was funny. And worst screenplay. Um, but what were your like initial thoughts about Glitter? And what are your thoughts about it now? Okay, so when I was little, I can't remember the first time I watched Glitter. Um, I think I was more, I was more captured by the music than anything. I remember watching, you know, the movie from beginning to end and just thinking, like, I only like the parts when the music's playing. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was one of those things where it was so it was kind of predictable. And, you know, we've we've seen movies that kind of ended that end similar similarly as opposed, you know, as as Glitter did. You know, where there's a death at the end, there's a moment where people kind of cry. It was a very cliche storyline. Yeah, this I definitely have never cried watching Glitter. Um, If anything, I've cried more just because she performed Never Too Far Away. (laughs) (laughs) Or Never Too too Far. (laughs) Never Too Far Away. I do love that song. I'm not gonna lie. 
Oh man, it was just it's a great song. But I think now when I when I watch it, if you know the 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 times I get a chance to watch it, it's just it's just so funny to me because just there's there's just terrible acting moments. There's a lot of I guess you could say like memeable moments that I don't think people um, care enough to try to make them out of. I actually should. (laughs) I want to sit one day and actually do that. Like there's so many scenes in the movie where you could, there could, you could just find a meme, you know, in a lot of these scenes, Um, especially during the scene when uh, they're singing background for silk, but we'll get into that in a minute. (laughs) Um, So yeah, no, I think the very first thing I thought when I watched the movie was I only like the parts when she's singing because I love her voice and I love the music. Now, when I look back at it, it's just like, oh God, this was terrible, but it's, it's a good terrible. It's like, you could watch this and still kind of enjoy it, um, but it's, it's it's a good bad, you know. It has a it has a cult following. I remember when it came out, but after like careful thought, I don't think I really paid it too much attention outside of Loverboy. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't see it in theaters, um, so I definitely saw it after. And when I first saw it, I was like, "This isn't that good." It's cheesy <laughs> because it was just, I just thought it was cheesy and, and cliche. And even then I was like, okay, the acting isn't that good, but Mariah Carey, I know her. I know the brat, um, you know, two familiar faces. <laughs> it was enough for me. Um, but now it's like, it's one of those movies that I thoroughly enjoy knowing that it's bad right um acknowledging that it's bad but like it's a good movie <laughs> it's just it's just bad. it's for me it's, it means you know, it's well like me yeah it's like it's almost like a mean girls like i love mean girls the movie where i like i quote it all the time and i quote glitter all the time so it's like i watch it for kind of the same reasons this is He's a good man, Savannah. Like, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> He's a good man. He's just in a, a bad space right now. Um, I've been seeing too many uh, posts with that quote on it lately. <laughs> I love it. Wait until we tell the system. Anyway. Um, girl. Great. Now I'm a keeper at the damn zoo. Um. So back to glitter. Um, so what were your your top three moments from the movie, and then like your least three? Well, not necessarily moments, but three things that you liked, and three things that you didn't like. All right, I'll start with the things that I like. Um, <laughs> I liked the at least at least you could say like uh this was a authentic depiction of like the eighties nightlife in New York back mm. in the day. Because I remember my mom watching the movie with me and she was like, she was like, yeah, that's how the the clubs are in New York. A lot of them are that, um, you know, extravagant. A lot of them are 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 that kind of, you know, popping and packed um, or whatever. But over here in the lovely, you know, place that I reside in, in Connecticut, our clubs are not like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the clubs that I've been to were never like that. So I, I enjoyed um you know, watching that kind of stuff because it's it just seemed fun. I loved just that. I love any 80s music period. So I like watching movies that have um, 80s music incorporated into them. There's another one called Beat Street, 
which is all about like the break dancing culture and it's uh very similar um, i know beach street you know beach street oh good thank god because there's only a handful of people that know beach street um <laughs> and mariah's um mariah's old um oh, what's her Mariah's old friend Brenda K Star is actually in in Beach Street for like two seconds. Mm, she's yeah, she sings. Um, she's she's like in an audition scene or whatever. Um, but I'm not gonna show. shade her too much. Oh, I just said I wasn't gonna shade her. Now we're wishing death. No, I didn't say death. You can choke. You can survive choking. I I love one of her albums. It's called Temptation, and it has some jams on there. That's um, good for her. um yeah so moving on uh i loved i love just like i said earlier i love the fact that there were so many like memeable moments you know that just people just haven't had a chance to really uh you know try to try to make memes out of yet um maybe one of these days if i get creative i'll i'll try some i'll go through the whole movie and try to you you know save some to my phone Listen, you if you got the time, you might as well make it happen. <laughs> you can make it. <laughs> there we go. Um, and I guess my last moment is definitely the scene where they're wrapping up after Silk's lip sync performance uh, with Billy Frank's vocals. And a photographer comes in asking for a picture. And, you know, they all get ready for a picture. And Silk goes, <laughs> they don't matter. <laughs> they're just back up. <laughs> and then Mariah starts singing to her, like, oh, you know, my the real vocals. Life, my my heart's heart's been hey, you with the red hat? <laughs> She's like, huh, me? <laughs> me as I skip away in this hallway? <laughs> That's one of my favorite moments of that movie. Um, yeah, so, but if we're going to go straight into the things I don't like, Oh, the acting was just terrible. The acting was terrible. It was Mariah's first movie. She did not have the time or just the energy to even hang out with a acting coach. It just, I mean, I'll say this. I have seen some terrible acting. Um, Glitter is one of them, but (laughs) there is far, there is far worse than Mariah's glitter. Oh, yes. Um, a lot of these people are still actresses, but I'm not going to go into that. We're not going to shade anybody. I'm just saying Mariah's Mariah wasn't it wasn't an abomination um, like like critics made it out to be. No. She just wasn't the best actress um, and, at that time. She definitely yeah. built her skills and she gave us good, good, good stuff and precious. Yes. You're going to um, have to talk to someone if you want to check, sweetie. <laughs> And what did you do then? <laughs> that's my favorite part. But we're not going to get into that because that's uh, it's deep. We're not, we're not trying to go into the, the dark details. I still say um, she deserves some nominations for The Butler. That movie was intense. I mean, her, her scene was intense, too. And, it, you know, obviously it was... It wasn't one of those uh, real vocal kind of moments. I mean, not vocal. Like, there wasn't a lot of lines, but there was, like, an intensity behind it um, that was, like, really, really important for the movie. So, it was just, yeah. But, yeah, I forgot. Where was I? Uh, the acting was bad. Here we go. Um, <laughs> bringing it back. Um, I didn't like how, you know, how cheesy it was. It was very predictable. Um, and I guess my my last would be 
I did not like um I did not like her love interest. I actually hated him. I hated the DJ. I hated his personality. He just did not do it for me. And and he didn't do it for me in many ways. Like one, the acting, two, the look. He, I feel like there were so many other people that could have played her love interest and it could have been a little bit more believable. Like to me, this was just like bad casting. <laughs> have you ever seen the new guy? The new guy, prop maybe. Who's in that? Uh, what's Eddie Griffin? Who's the bitch now? Oh yeah, that's who he reminds me of. <laughs> the white guy from that movie. I forget what else. Yes, he was in, but yes, that's yeah. Whenever I watch it, I think about the new guy. <laughs> oh man, that that's was bad. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Um, The new guy that is. Um, (laughs) So for me, one thing that I really, really liked was the music. Um, I just thought the music was really, really good. However, I hate how the music was used. Um, the, The lip syncing was bad i've seen brother lip syncing and and stuff on lifetime yeah um, you could just you could just tell the director did not have a good sense they of, didn't care they just yeah did not care um <laughs> but it was cute how uh the younger version like she sang the part for her younger version the younger version of her character mm-hmm. and they just like altered the vocal to make her sound like it a little bit higher <laughs> i was like come on y'all like Oh man, I love that. I love that scene with well, what's her, what's homegirl's name? Big Didi. There you go. There you go. Through this journey of discovery, <laughs> finding oh, you, man. finding me, finding you, finding me. Now that I have someone special, brings out the joy, out the joy. inside of me. <laughs> we can become whatever we want. Oh. Come on, half that. That's the way I feel it should be. You and me. (laughs) (laughs) I miss that show so much. I need to buy the entire show. Oh, is that a thing? I hope so. It it probably is somewhere. But you know what? Knowing knowing my luck, it's probably available on fucking DVD, and I can't remember the last time I owned a DVD player. I wonder if my stuff works. Anyway, back to Glitter. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Valerie Pettiford. Pettiford. I think that's her name. Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, I like the music. Um, turn Silk down. Bring Billy all the way up. I don't know why that line <laughs> just like takes me out every time. Um... <laughs> So I love that. Let's just pretend like Homegirl is not even here. Turn her mic <laughs> all the way off. And then she's just still in there singing. Is she doing like blink- winking it? I'm like, sis. Making all lovey faces to uh, Terrence Howard. What's his name? Timothy? So, um, he, Terrence Howard is every man. It's all of him. He's in every goddamn thing. Well, I think his name was Timothy in the movie. I think so. <laughs> and I like every time I watch it, I forget Terrence Howard is in it. I'm like, oh yeah, he's yeah. in this. Um, <laughs> I also hated how they used Twister throughout the movie, given what that song is actually about. Um, it just yeah, rubs me the wrong way. 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what Twister was about until recently. I used to always, I used to always listen to it and just kind of be a little bit, I guess you could say, inquisitive. I'm like, what is this song really about? No, no, um, it's about a friend that commits suicide. Um, real life story yeah, on top of that. So it's just like, ugh. Can we not? It's just very movie? dark. Very. It dark. just it it just it doesn't it doesn't sit well with me. Um, what else? How many was that? That was that was three, I think. I thought it was like two right? and two because I kind of like intertwined them. Well, you said the acting, you said the lip syncing. Okay, I want to say I fulfilled my quota. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but let's move on to to the more important aspect: the soundtrack. Yeah, we're soundtrack. here talking about that music. Let's see how well we get along. Um, should I start with my my? Favorite and least favorite. Let's do it because I feel like you'll probably break my heart before, or, or you'll you'll break my heart. I probably won't break yours. I'm a heartbreaker. Even, Even if, if I push, push the phone. Oh, yeah. oh I'm man. I'm a heartbreaker. Don't even try to start. Break your heart Two, three, break. Think. About it, stop. you try, cause if you try, you wouldn't know what to do if you think about it. I did not hit that note. <laughs> about, come on, you tell me this is better than me, so you drop it like I'm top pick of the league, then you give me, uh, uh. I needed more of her. I needed her to realize the, the, the. The power that that has in her voice. Andre is this. That is what I got. She just. I wonder if there's a. I wonder if there's a Boys Love Dandy Kane podcast out there. I would be the one to set that shit off. (laughs) Do you understand me? Well, okay. We'll we'll pull over real quick. We'll make it a quick giant, little quick pit stop. What do you think is Dandy Kane's best song? Ooh, um, okay. Because I I had posted this on Twitter a couple weeks ago, and a lot of people did not agree with me. What would you say it is? My okay, maybe it. I, I can't even say like it's my. Favorite, like it's definitely one of my favorites. It's probably top two, um, but I love Lights Out. I think it is one of the, like the best. I think it's like well produced. I think they all sound great on it. I love the fact that it's one of those like different tempos, um, and Danny Kane's kind of known for that for having like a different those different tempos um, on their albums. And I don't know why I just felt like Lights Out was just a great song, um, and it just. Yeah, that that's just for, that's what it was for me. I th- I think it's their best song. Mm. Okay, so it definitely came off "Welcome to Dollhouse." Welcome to the Dollhouse. Um, although it's Stop great songs that. on that first album and on the last album. Oh yeah, "Welcome to the Dollhouse" ha- is their best body of work. Um, and has all their best songs. Um. I really, I want to say damage just because I feel like that's the best arrangement 
of theirs. Mm. I think I think they were definitely. I feel like they de- they made a name for themselves, and at the time they were one of my favorite groups. Um, you know, so, uh, selection of artists because you know we got Don, we got Aubrey. At least those were like the big names that people know now. Yeah. Um. Even though during the time I feel like Don and Andrea were kind of like the real leads of that group Excuse vocally, me, I would agree with that. Um. Yeah, I mean, even though Aubrey was like always, you know, front and center for whatever reason, Aubrey was not front and center on on those songs. And if you want to go back to making the band aid, she can go be pretty pretty Aubrey somewhere else. Um, is there? They they talked about that several times that she you know she just she didn't have a lot of parts, and it's not because the girl couldn't sing because Aubrey can yes. sing. Um, I was just listening to the new dumb dumb you help me. <laughs> I thought that was Andrea. Oh, shit, it was. Look at you. Look at you. I always like Dre better. Dre and Don were my Andrea's favorite. voice, they, the, the ad, they both just came through with the ad-libs. Like, their voices always sounded amazing together. Listen. Um, okay, so Glitter. <laughs> um, Bring it in back. <laughs> you can keep this in if you want. If you don't want to keep oh, it no, in. Oh, no, I want to keep it in. And y'all motherfuckers about okay. listen. Um right. but no, so my least three favorites from the Glitter soundtrack are as follows. If we if we is one of my least favorites because just like with songs off of Rainbow, they didn't finish producing it or like Ja Rule and Nate Dog their the gain on their mic was up too high. Something was wrong. It was really wrong, and it just it wasn't corrected, it wasn't fixed. Um, it, it, yeah, it was not mixed <laughs> and mastered properly. Like that shit sounded like a a a street mixtape track. Like it did not sound like <laughs> you know album put out by a record label sold in stores. It sounded like something that you would get out of somebody's truck. Um. So yeah, that's the first song. The next one, um, although I enjoy it, Buster Rhymes ruined it because he yelled all over the fucking song. Uh, last night I DJ saved my life. I love the original song, and um, I'm going to backtrack this every time now because I definitely spoke too soon when I said I don't really care for Mariah Carey covers because I clearly do, but. Had it not been for him yelling, that would have been one of my favorite songs from the album. But nobody told him to shut the fuck up, and he ruined it. Um, yeah, that one. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll get into that one later. So that, and then the last one, I would say. Mm, Mm, because I really want to say, um, Funkin' for Jamaica. And the reason I want to say that is because I would have liked more of her on it. Yeah. I probably, like, she, it was too many niggas on this album. Um, (laughs) it's just, it was. And, um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with. Fucking for Jamaica, just because it wasn't enough her 
And when she did came in, she screamed and did what she had to do. But it, I just would have liked there for there to have been more of her there present. Um, yeah, I, I honestly think that if she stuck to the original when it came to covering, you know, to covering that song, um, I think it would have been it just would it would have been dope. And she could have did a lot more with it um, vocally. She could have made it her own. But um, yeah, to me, it, it wasn't one of those things that needed a rapper on it, especially because last night a DJ Save My Life had like a million people on it, and that was enough for the entire album. Shit, that and Lover Boy. But um, you know, so that that was that. We love Lover Boy. Oh, I know, but Lover Boy had like a mil- well, at least the remix had like a million people on it, and even though I liked the remix, um, it was not really necessary. No, um, no, no, no. Um, so then. <laughs> My my top three faves um, didn't mean to turn you on. A bop, a, a mood, a vibe, a, a statement, a declaration, um, and something that I personally can relate to because it's been a few times where it's like, whoa, I was just talking shit. You wasn't supposed to start liking me. This is no, oh, I think, but I, I think I think we both have been there several times, and you know, we're sorry. Those are probably during some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Again, the original, I love it dearly. So definitely a, a jam. Um, next up, all my life, written by or co-written by the the wonderful, the talented, yet problematic, but ever uh, adored kind of whatever you however you want rick james bitch um <laughs> and rick james was a treasure uh all my life is just it's such a good song it really and truly is it literally it should have been the first single really i think it could have been a single i mean maybe not the first one but it definitely because at least the way it was used in the movie it was like you know the big um it was like the big demo, yeah. you know? And I think that if they went ahead and used that, um, you know, as a single and put it on radio, I think it could have maybe built the movie up a little bit. I don't know. I mean, that song was about Demon Dick, too. That and Loverboy were both about Demon Dick. I hate that Demon Dick is a thing. <laughs> I'm going to start saying it, and I'm not going to mean it, and it's just, it's, it's going to... It's it's gonna it's gonna cause problems. It's gonna get me into some trouble. Well, that's all I'm Love Boy, it's about Demon Dick. We all know it. Read the lyrics and tell me it's not. Okay. I'm I'm waiting for you to tell me it's not. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm I'm not disagreeing. I'm just I'm just more concerned that Demon Dick is a thing because I feel like it's going to start a movement and I'm not ready for that movement. <laughs> they said in Harry Potter, fear of the name increases fear of the thing itself. That's listen, what they said. Listen, we, me and, I feel like Demon Dick is going to be associated with life ruiners and me and you have had plenty of conversations about life ruiners and, and where we are with them. And we're just, it's, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Well, I turned it into those a playlist. Two things, so. Those two things aren't mutually exclusive. So, you, and I think uh, I'm just I'm just not ready for that at the moment. <laughs> a heavenly heart with a demon dick. I mean, who doesn't want that anyway? Um, 
Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. <sighs> okay. <laughs> My last favorite song would be um, Lethal Way. Shout out to Walter Off and Nassif. Um, that song was, it was written for uh, Butterfly, right? And just didn't make it? Yeah, I, oh, apparently from what I've read, it was written um, during the Butterfly era, but it wasn't recorded until Glitter, um, Glitter started production. Something like that, yeah. But yeah, that's um, a beautiful song. Uh, what, an 18-second note that she held? Ooh, and I, I, I mean, I, 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 can, I can hold the note too, it just doesn't sound good. Uh, I can hold a lot but, of things. you know. G- girl... I'm I'm waiting for you to bring it back. I didn't do nothing. This turned this turned into boys love demon dick. Oh quick. my gosh! I am celibate. Leave me alone. Listen, by choice, <sighs> not by force. All right. I'm choosing to not right. engage. That's that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, what are your top? <laughs> <laughs> what are you leasing in most those things? Your tops and your All bottoms. Right, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like what you did with that because that insinuates that one is better than the other. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. And you know, there's been too many. There's 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 a lot of bottom shaming within our community. And when I say within our community, it's it's you know what community I'm talking about. Well, we know that you love the album so it's not like you don't like the bottoms it's just like okay fine i see your point um there you go see huey's problematic i am um, not you guys if you guys listen to this episode just tweet us that's the hashtag for the week along with um now behold the lambs if you remember <laughs> and heavenly heart and demon um, dick anyway um Yes, Demon Dick, Huey's Problematic, make up your own, do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> we'll start off with my least favorites, or if Huey wants to call them the bottom. No, I don't anymore, um, because you made me feel bad. <laughs> Holding you accountable, motherfucker. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> that's what friends are for. Anytime so, you need a friend. <laughs> oh man see all these things are happening i feel like i don't want to ruin surprises for you but you know before i get into it our queen started the caution world tour and the set list is definitely one of her best i can't afford uh, and to some go. of the oh man listen i if i if i have to i'm just gonna just sell myself so I can buy you a ticket because Oh my gosh, please I'm, don't do that. I, I am not worth that. Don't do that for me. I need to go see this tour and I may go multiple multiple times. So if I have to, I might just take a train down to your hood and we could just go together and we'll do our best to try to meet her and be like, listen, we have a podcast. It's called Boys Love Mariah. Just let me tell her I love her we, hair. We need to get and, a you know electronic press kit. <laughs> yes. Um I mean, I was I was gonna make a joke, but let me not. I'll save it for off. <laughs> um, yeah. So bringing it back, uh, 
some of these some of these songs that are on Glitter are actually part of the set list, and I don't know if Huey wants me to ruin the surprise for him. It ain't now a surprise or later. because I know. Uh, well, well, that that may change. Pending, pending. We gotta figure out the dates. Um, <laughs> you never know. But okay, so my least favorites are if we because I think it's one of her worst uh, recordings. I think it did not belong on this album at all because it did. There was nothing about it that sounded eighties. Um, there's a bit of a weird story with that regarding a um, certain pop icon by the name of Jennifer Lopez, but we're not going to get too much. We're not going to get into that too much because this is not what we're here for. But we um, all want to talk about Loverboy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if we just did not belong, I literally have deleted it from my glitter digital download because no. it just, I just pretend it doesn't The thing exist. is, like, um, had they actually put it together properly, I would like it. <laughs> It just did not belong. If we that could too. have been like a bonus track on Rainbow, seriously. Yeah, or Chargers. Um, oh, yeah, that, even that too. Um, number two um, is the regular version of Loverboy. And it's only because I really, really enjoyed the remix. Um, and I just, I liked, I liked the verses from the rappers, even though they're, it's a little bit excessive. But yeah, I like. Um, I prefer the remix over the regular one. And last but not least is Twister. And that's only because it's only because I just don't listen to it enough. It's a very, very dark song. Um, so it kind of like brings the mood down after you just been like shaking your ass to, you know, I didn't mean to turn you on and want you and stuff. So it's just a, uh, just a weird, it's a weird song. Um, but I understand the sentiment behind it. Um, so yeah, so that's that. Uh, bringing it back to something more positive, my favorites. <laughs> all right, so I'll start off with um, all my life. All my life is definitely my favorite song on the album because it's a Rick James production. You know, rest in peace to a legend. I feel like he should have worked with Mariah Moore, especially like you know during during back in the day when she first came out. I feel like they could have made real magic. Yes. Um, together. Uh. And all my life to me is just timeless. It could have been released in the eighties. It could it could be released today, and I think it would it, it would have been a hit. Um, number two, I didn't mean to turn you on because it's a gay anthem. The beat to me is goes a little bit harder than the original. For I don't know if it's just like a a, a situation of mixing or what, but it just sounded like the beat just was meant to be played at the club, and um. Spoiler alert, it's actually in the Caution World Tour set list. It is. I did see somebody tweet about it. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited because if and when I go to this tour, even I don't know, I don't care who I have to fucking sleep with to go, I'm oh going. Um, <laughs> yeah, listen, there's, you got, there's certain things you just, you just got to take one for the team. Listen, I just, understand. Listen. I just gotta do what I gotta do. I, I mean, not not to not to make any. Uh, I don't want to say anything too soon, but this I don't know when, when's the next time our queen is gonna tour, and the fact that she's coming to literally a city that's twenty twenty five minutes away from me, I'm going. <laughs> so yeah, 
um, somebody, some bill won't get paid that week. <laughs> um, and last but not least, uh, this is my mother's favorite song on the album, I believe. And definitely one of her favorite Mariah songs is the duet with Eric Benet, Want You. Mm. And I think it, I think it just was perfect for the album. I love the way it was used in the movie. Um, because it was one of those like genuine, authentic R&B duets with two people that could really sing and could really bring it um, with just the lyrics, the ad libs, the production. And it sounded so smooth. There was nothing about it that sounded like, yeah, these are just two people, you know, we'll just bring them together for the sake of popularity or whatever. Like this to me was like, it could have been on par with like a Rick James and Tina Marie or a Renee and Angela um you know track it just it was it was one of those and for me it was that on the album so yeah that, those are those are my favorites i love anything 80s production i love 80s r&b um i love anybody that tries to go for that sound and i think the glitter soundtrack was did a great job of you know of capturing that sound because it was the era that mariah really grew up in so you know there was nothing there was nothing that felt like contrived about this you know, about this sound, at least, you know, the overall 80s sound. And, you know, you hear that in Loverboy, you hear it in All My Life, you hear it in the covers. Um, you know, that's just, it's just, that's just what it was. I, th- I think this was a great soundtrack. It's one of my favorite, it's really one of my favorite moments in Mariah Carey's career, um, you know, sonically. And it's one of those things, I know we talked about it earlier with Solange, how, you know, she'll always give you different sounds. She'll always give you a different you know, different vibe on each album, but it still sounds very, um, you know, very, very much her own. And that's what Glitter was. Glitter was like the 80s production. Mariah didn't come out in the 80s, but it still sounded, you know, 80s, like it's something like authentically 80s, but it still sounded very much Mariah. And yeah. I crush on you. I'm sorry. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> it's so good. Ah, oh, it's just the way I was. Uh. <laughs> oh man, that's also another song that if I just happen to have a nice glass of a sweet white wine or Not something a sweet that I can roll up. Wine. What's wrong with a sweet a white wine? Girl, don't do me. I mean, that's what it is. I'm just, why couldn't I, why couldn't you, because you make it sound all day class A. Because it is. D- girl, d- I'm not going to have you reading my wine tastes. Okay. We all can't afford whatever Mariah was drinking in the GF- GTFO video. <laughs> what was she drinking? Camus. Yeah, that's what it was. How much is a bottle of Camus? I'm going to look at that much. Well, while you're looking that up, we have to, uh, before we wrap this up, we have to discuss Loverboy really quickly. Um, <laughs> because I'm petty. Um, so, I feel like everybody should know the story of Loverboy. But I'm going to give my uh, history lesson on that song. 
Take it away, Mr. Huey. So, what had happened was, <laughs> the song Loverboy was initially, well, we all know that it samples Candy by Cameo, but that song was initially supposed to sample a song called Firecracker by these people called Yellow Magic Orchestra. Um, I don't know if the name has anything to do with their uh, nationality or ethnicity, but they are uh, from the continent of Asia. I don't know which country, though, so I don't want to be rude. Um, Shout out to those icons. Yes. <laughs> um, however, that sample was stolen. By one Tommy Matola to use for uh we don't know her Jennifer Lopez mm-hmm. uh and that song ended up being the song that was sampled in Jennifer Lopez's I'm Real the original not the remix with Ja right. Rule oh we're gonna get to the remix um okay all right so. That came out, Jennifer Lopez's stuff came out first before Glitter, which mean, meant that they had to go back and change the sample to Candy. I mean, to uh, Loverboy. And then that's when they switched it to Candy. And if you can dig up like an old trailer of Glitter, you can actually hear the Loverboy with the, the firecracker sample in it. Now... We discussed a song from that soundtrack called If We that neither one of us like. Uh, <laughs> and who was it? Irv Gotti was like, yeah, Tommy Matola wanted me to get Ja Rule and Jennifer Lopez to do a song that sounded like that. And then that's how we got the Iron Roll remix. Am I right? That's how that happened, right? Yep. You are very right. Irv Gotti was on, I think it was Jesus and Mero. And uh, pretty much just spilled all the tea on that whole situation. Just mess. Um, but yeah, so I think, at least in my opinion, in my mind, that's where the, the I don't know her began with the, the robbery of that sample. Mm-hmm. Um, and it still fucked Tommy Matola to this day. I am personally waiting for Mariah's memoirs because I want it. You know, because I really don't know what she's going to talk about, but I'm going to read it. I really hope. I hope she I does an audio book. Like, I'm gonna buy it. You know, if she does an audio book, that's going to be some funny shit. It will. That's why I want it. Because there's going to be all types of inflections. There's going to be like it's going to be funny. I just couldn't take any more, darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but no, I'm I'm definitely. I, I feel like there's going to be a time where maybe even maybe even Jayla will come to a point where she'll talk about it, but it'll be it'll be at a point where it wouldn't even matter anymore, and Mariah Carey and her would probably have made up, and did, I don't know, but that's 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 me kind of reaching or whatever. I feel like Mariah Carey is very very um, petty, but for the right reasons. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know she rapped. I mean, I didn't know she sang. I thought she rapped or. Whatever. Um, Whatever. Speaking of raps, um, can you explain to the people why you like the Lover Boy remix so much? 
I love the Loverboy remix because during the Bratz verse, she, and it's it's so crazy how she was able to get away with this. <laughs> she she basically used the Firecracker sample as her flow, dissing J Lo, and nobody knew what it was. Nobody knew. Nobody knew it was directed towards her until later, later on. Um, because obviously we know her and Mariah are friends, so I'm sure the brat, the brat was was around during all the you know the drama and the turmoil when she was married to Tommy, living in that crazy house, and um, <laughs> you know, and so I'm I'm gonna pull it up right now, but it just was so f- crazy how they weren't they they did not credit you know the the firecracker sample. Um, on the song at all because they really couldn't use it because if they did, if they kept it, they would have been like, oh, well, she's trying to bite off of J-Lo. Why is she trying to do that? You know, so they knew what they were doing, you know, you know, in the attempt to to make her look like, a, you know, a disingenuous uh, or whatever you want to call it, artist or somebody that was lacking creativity when she went in and, you know, she changed, she changed the song, the whole production to the candy sample and that ended up to me ended up working for the album more because of the sound yeah and it i like i don't know i feel like it just it fit better like it, it worked just song wise and in in the context of the album right um but i have the the verse up and the lyrics go i'm not gonna rap it because um i just don't have the the energy to rap right now but the lyrics I mean, goes, I can do hate on me Oh, you want to do it? Go ahead. Go ahead. You are the the vocal supreme in this in this duo. Don't give me too much, darling. <laughs> hey, on me, much as you want to, you can't do what the fuck I do, bitches. Be emulating me daily. Daily. Hey, on me, uh, 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 you can't be who the fuck I be, bitches. Be imitating me lately. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was gonna try it, but I haven't had enough water. I love how on the favorite um, on the regular version, um, uh-huh. when Cameo's doing that part and she's singing underneath them, it's yeah, all yeah. the things that you do. <laughs> uh, it makes you so happy. My favorite whole part of the of just Lover Boy period is at the end where he says, "You know, this stuff is starting now," and she literally just like belts it yeah. out. <laughs> like that was just it. It was just so awesome. Like nobody can sing like that. This song is really about Demon Dick. It really is, and she was hitting all the notes, and I didn't know that the whistle. Um, you know, the whistle notes at the end. I didn't know she was actually saying, um, what was she saying? Hurry, babe, or hurry up. I gotta go back and listen. I think she's, cause I thought she was just like singing, you know, just hitting the notes, but she's actually saying, um, hurry, babe, or hurry, baby. It's quite a bit of heaven to fill him inside. Don't be gross. Here. That's what she said. Yeah, but we knew which, you know, she's that dick. <sighs> <laughs> oh, man. and her and Tommy was like that was done 
that was probably about her like her that was about rebound demon dick. That's what it was. Mm-mm-mm. I'm so <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Nasty. I'm here for it. I really am. <laughs> oh man. Shout out to I mean we we didn't even talk about it too much. We kind of ignored it. Shout out to Reflections. Um she was singing her ass off on that song. And that song it's the the lyrics are so are really heavy. Um Bitch, if you ain't woman, you could have got a fucking abortion. Like she had time. But you know, it's so it's I love the perspective of that song because I think she was written like with the with like a back I don't want to say a background, but like it was kind of written from a perspective of a foster child. Yeah. And I know so many people that, you know, grew up in foster care. Um, I know some people that love this song and, I, you know, they love the, um, the lyrical content because, behind it because they were able to relate to it as well. But, um, yeah, no, Re- Reflections is, is, I think she released it as a single as well. Um, along it overseas with, well, or domestic? I, I think it was overseas. I could be wrong. Um, but... I also don't remember any, I don't remember real singles other than Loverboy being out at the time. Um, because obviously there was just a weird time and it was the, the TRL incident, which we're not going to get into. But my favorite thing about that TRL incident though was the fact that she came in right after a Jennifer Lopez song played. And she interrupted Carson as he was saying, like, yeah, that was JLo with whatever. She was like, Loverboy. But apparently he knew she was going to be there. Yeah, and I didn't think that was fair because to me it was just like, okay, so you knew that was happening, but yet you went along with the fact that you you kind of made it seem like she was like like you didn't know she was coming and then it kind of added to the to the narrative of, oh, well she's she's losing it, she's crazy. It's like, no, she they knew she was coming. She didn't just roll, you know, she wasn't in the neighborhood with a fucking ice cream No, truck. like how do you get like, past security? <laughs> Yeah, like, and pretty sure if if she was actually really doing that, like, she would have been stopped, or somebody would have called the cops or something. Because <laughs> I tell you one thing: if I ever, if I'm ever in New York or anywhere, and if I saw Mariah Carey running down the street in a t-shirt with a ice cream truck, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> I'm calling somebody. I'm like, listen, uh, Tanaka, some, somebody. Hey, I've been seeing him comment on her stuff on Instagram. I'm like. Mm. He's such a fan. He stands for her the way we do, and I think I think we should just appreciate that. The boy's cute. Yes. I know he's like thirty one, but listen, Mariah, get your demon dick however you can, girl. He's cute. do that as long as he's not problematic. As long as he's not hurting our queen, he can stay. And as long as he's not talking about Kardashian pussy. So if you have anything to say to Mariah, Ooh. this is to say something. Period for you to let her know how you feel. <laughs> oh my god after this episode thank you so much for bringing these songs back into your set list and performing uh some of these songs for the very first time um i'm very very excited to see or to hear i didn't mean to turn you on live because i'm the the gay is gonna jump out (laughs) that's what i would say (laughs) Um, and I would say, sis, I heard that you and Prince had did some things. 
for this soundtrack. Uh, if it's true, you can go ahead and sign those in my DM along with whatever non-disclosure you need me to sign. Um, just for my, my listening pleasure, I will never acknowledge it to anybody that I knew it. I won't quote the lyrics on Twitter. Um, <laughs> if you want to just call me and put the phone into the speaker and play it, I'll be happy with that. But I would really love to hear what you two did. As 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 would I. I actually never knew that until you said that. I don't know if it was true though, but I I remember on one uh what was it? It was like E or C B S one of them fucking things on television. Um and one of the news reporters mentioned that she worked with Prince. Um, but it's like I never saw him on the on the track listing anywhere. Um but apparently they did do some stuff and I guess it just didn't make it or whatever. I don't know. But like I said, if it's true, I want it. Mm. I would like, I would like to see it. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But that's it. Anything else for glitter? No, that's it. I'm probably going to watch the movie. Uh, maybe not tonight, but sometime during the week so I can have a good laugh. Of course, of course. It's a great cinema. So, in that case, tell everybody where they can find you at. You guys can find me on Twitter at FrankieRivera, Instagram Frankie.L.Rivera, photography Instagram underscore BoxGuy, and Snapchat Frankie.Rivera. Make sure you guys listen to What About Your Friends. We're back. We're finally back after a little bit of a break because we both just kind of needed it. Um... And yeah, so I'm excited to be back on uh, with one of my favorite people. So make sure you guys listen every week, every Tuesday. Um, yeah, you guys know where to find uh, new episodes of What About Your Friends. And that's it. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Baby Huey. That's B-A-E-B-Y-H-U-E-Y. And just keep it locked on those. I have some some uh, new stuff coming up soon. Um, but you can check me out on Boys Love Beyonce. And Chapter 2 of the Web Series on Amazon Prime. And Kennedy the Web Series on YouTube. I finally finished Kennedy. Oh, how'd you like it? I loved it. I loved it. I was just... um, Your your final scene had me cracking up. <laughs> I was like, is he eating Twizzlers? I was. Fucking <laughs> about. No, it was it was a it was a good show. I really enjoyed it. Yay, I'm happy. And it got what was it? So it's it did it, did it get um was it nominated for an award? Um, it's made a lot of uh, official selection. Well, not a list, a few uh festivals where yes. it's in a, a official selection, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. I saw the post and I was like, oh my god, my co-host is so talented. I'm like, oh look at us, and I hope like it's like. <laughs> Ones that like episodes and stuff that I'm in that's being shown at the festivals because I, I would like to be seen. Like I would like them to. See. Did you have Did you have fun recording? I mean, filming. I that? did. Um, and I got to ad lib a lot and and like when I called her for Tima, mm-hmm. I was just being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I was just being dumb. Um, but yeah, I had a really great time filming that one. I got to be a clown. It was fun. Um, yeah, learned a lot, um, made some mistakes and it's like, oh, I need to remember what I do for every take. Um, okay. 
<laughs> gotcha. Understood. Um, so yeah, it was great. That's good. I'm very glad. And I'm about to start working on another project on Sunday. So yay. Look at you. Look you at know, you. I'm I'm trying to not trying to. I'm I'm working on doing big things. Oh my god. I'm gonna be so sad when this show comes to a close. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> hey, who knows? She might just surprise us and end up doing a whole bunch of shit that will, will require us to talk. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You, we never know. But until next time, fly away, butterflies. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>